0: not represent the views of Radio Free Brooklyn, its staff, or management. Thank you for listening, and have a dope day!
1: Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to What Would Kay Say? I am your host, Kay Edwards. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, I know New Year's was uh, last week, but this is the first time I am speaking to you live. Yes, I am back in the studio. How many of you missed me? I know I missed you guys. Listen, are we ready for twenty? 20- 23, right? How are all God's blessed and highly favored people doing this year? Time is moving, not waiting for a soul. So what have you been doing with the time? Yes, it's only been a week, I know. But in this week, what have you been doing? You could have accomplished so many things. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Last year, God was getting us ready for this year, okay? And let me tell you something. I know I keep saying, let me tell you, and I'm going to tell you. But from the time, I guess I would say about Thanksgiving or so, because when did I, I started taking the holidays. And yes, I know a lot of you are like, oh, she's not on, it's a repeat. But I need, I need to rest sometimes, but not also just rest. But when God was removing me from being here live, he was trying to talk to me. And see, the show I'm going to talk about to you today is has all has all to do with that. So when he's giving me things to give to you, I know, Lord, thank you. I have to be obedient. So last year, the word came from the Lord saying, prepare yourself because he has something big coming in this new year. And this show is a bit of reflection and a bit of new information. Now, I heard a word that confirmed for me that I was on the right path to what I'm doing. That was my confirmation for me. And, my, and why it's so important for me to get confirmations like that is because I'm giving you guys word. So when I give you word, I'm still, uh, am I really supposed to say that? God, did you really want me to give them that message? I need the confirmation for myself so I know that I'm giving you the right thing and it's not just me speaking of myself. But then again, when I think about it, it wouldn't be me speaking of myself because I wouldn't speak like that. If it was me speaking of myself, this would be a whole nother talk show. But those of you that listen to me on a regular and even on occasion, those of you occasionally sneak in and out, You can recall that I've always told you that this show was getting you ready for what God had already purposed for you in your life, and my role here was to show you what you needed to do in order to get to where you wanted to go, not take you there literally, but give you a map to follow at any point in your life when you decided to pick up and do it. Because you know my story. I've told my story several times on the air. Yeah, I had to call in. No, I wasn't doing it. Yes, I was running like Jonah, blah, blah, blah. You all know the story. But whenever you decide to pick up and say yes, this show, the the messages that I've been giving, when when it's time for you to hear, God will tap you in and it'll be your roadmap and it will take you exactly where you need
0: to be. So.
1: Let me make this announcement before I get any deeper into this conversation cuz this is going to be a juicy one. Um what am I going to say? Oh yeah.
0: I want I wanted to say this
1: um because um anybody that if this is your first time listening on to to what would Kay say? Welcome. I thank you for tuning in. And you can let all your friends know that I'm here every Sunday, 8 a.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Or if you want to hear later what you should have heard today, you can always listen on the podcast on Spotify, Apple, and other podcast platforms. However, one thing I will tell you, that if it's time for you to receive a message, know that God is going to have a way of getting it to you. You might listen to this and say, like a lot of people don't tune into me live. I do have my regulars, I know, and I thank the Lord for all of you. But I do have some that listen to me on repeat, whether it's a replay on Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn or anytime they happen to play it. Or they just might pop into Spotify and say, oh, what did Kay say? Let me see what her latest, you know, upload was.
0: But can I tell you something? Whenever you listen, trust and believe when I tell you, that's the day that God
1: is ready for you to receive it. And it goes back to when Jesus talked about the word and the soil that it falls on. And the topic for today, I know I usually give a topic in the beginning, but the topic of today, I guess it would be recap 2022, hello, 2023, I guess, something like that. It's just a, just a, a, a combination and it's really God solidifying everything that he was telling us and getting us ready to go forward. So as I was saying, it goes back to when Jesus was talking about the word and the soil that it falls on. And we're going to take that word from Matthew 13, 18 to 23. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. But he who received the seed on stony places, This is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word. And the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. But he who received seed on the ground is he who on, excuse me, let me say that right, because this is the most important part of the whole thing I'm saying. So let me just back up there. And this is verse 23. But he who received seed On the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces, some a hundredfold, some 60, some 30. And this is what he's talking about. It's not until you are totally ready to do anything that God has sent before you will you understand any word that has been given to you. And when I say understand, I mean truly understand what is being said. Because remember, God will give you the vision. And just remember your own vision. And it's going to be the picture, the picture of the end. It's the end picture. But it's not telling you how you're supposed to get there. But here's the key. The word came forth, and and it's not until you're ready to now this is what I got when the time that I was away from you I was listening I was listening of course to other ministers and pastors and that's where I get my confirmation from. I get my confirmations from after I'm talking with the Lord, yes, he'll give it to me in his word, but yet he'll he'll also send it through other people. I heard from a minister that it's not until You're ready to align yourself totally with God that he's going to give you the direction of what you should do. And what does that sound like? It sounds like what God was telling us last year, starting with us with the surrender, right? Because we aligned in something, surrender, submission. Don't get me wrong. God will always order your steps. But just think about it. You're taking baby steps right now where you probably could be running a marathon. But you've heard me say that God was preparing us for something and that I wasn't sure what it was. And I wasn't able to understand exactly what he was saying because God will only give you the end picture. He'll only give you the end picture, and it's for you to
0: figure out how to get there. Right?
1: He won't tell you to do what exactly, but he'll lead you where you need to go. And see, that also takes, it takes our participation with this. See, it's always a thing of, yeah, God will give you, but then you have to do your part as well. Like, just think back to when we were younger. Think about those books. Remember those books. And I always liked those books. And I, I wonder, I guess now when I, when I thought about this, now I understand why when I was younger, I always liked books like that, like this, that I'm going to make you remember. Remember those books that had several different endings? Depending on which chapter you chose to read, you would get to a certain part of the book and then it would be like, well, read this. And then there was other parts that if you read it, it would take you someplace else. It would be a different ending. Well, each ending was different for the character that you were reading about. And not that one ending was better than the other per se. It was just different. And you decided which ending you preferred. Like after you read them, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I like the way it ended this way better. You know, I liked when they did this instead. But that was in a book. What we're doing here is our life. And yes, we choose our ending, and sometimes we can change the ending, but sometimes we can't. Sometimes what we choose then
0: becomes a part of our permanent story. But we always know, as like with
1: Romans, God brings all good things together right romans 828 and we know that all things work together for good for those who love god to those who are called according to his purpose so when you think about it
0: what i was getting last year with god preparing us with the lord's prayer self evaluation
1: this, you know he's always started with character. He started out with character, building our character to get us to a certain point so that we would know how to operate in different venues,
0: interacting with various people.
1: If you followed what he's been saying or what he's been giving you, at whatever point you are in your journey, because not every... Not every time I'm talking on the radio, it's going to be a point where everybody is. This sometimes I'm talking, and that might just be a message for one person because that's where they are. Sometimes it's a collective. It's a collective message where, oh yes, I could get something out of that. You know, yeah, I was kind of questioning that. And when I say to you that it depends on where you're at, because even with myself. When he gives me the word, and I, I've always said this to you also, when he gives me the word, the word is not just for me to take and give to you. It's for me to take it and look at myself with it as well. Like when he gives me certain things and I might question, mm, why is he giving me that? Though so sometimes he'll give me stuff that's just for me because there's a lot of things that he's given me that I have Never said anything on it, you know, on the air about because that had nothing to do with you, but it might not have anything to do with you yet. See, God will give you things for yourself in your journey, but you know that everything that you do, like that ripple effect on the lake, eventually it's going to affect someone else. But until he's perfected it and gotten you to the point where you could accept it, understand what to do with it can you then give it out to someone else? Or once you've already gone through whatever lesson it is he wanted you to learn or understood something that you might have been questioning, you're not going to be able to give it to somebody else. So what do they say? Is If you haven't walked in a man's shoes, how could you tell him his feet doesn't hurt, right? I don't know if that's what they say, but that's what I just said. So, The thing is, when he gives me something, it's something that I'm also, hmm, hmm, where is this coming from? It makes me wonder, where is this coming from? Or it may be an answer to something that I've asked about, that I could have asked about two years ago, that I continue to ask about regularly, And then he's like giving it to me like, "Mm, I gave it to you this way. Okay, you didn't like that way. So let me try giving it to you this way. Maybe you'll like this way. Although even when he changes the answer, what it's not really changing the answer. It's He's changing the way he gives it to me. And he's going to give it to you the way he knows that you can receive it. Because he'll give it to you. Because a lot of times you... You pray, he'll give you your answer. But the answer that he first comes out and gives us, most of the time we're like, "Mm, no, that can't be the answer. Because that's not the answer we wanted to hear. So we'll say to ourselves, that can't be it. Let me go back again. Sorry. Let me go back again and see. Maybe I didn't ask it the right way. Maybe if I say it this way, whatever you say. And then here, you'll come back around again, giving you the same answer. But, okay, you want, to, you want to hear it this way? But even when I tell you this way, it still means this. He gives it to you in the way when you're ready to receive it, just like what Jesus was said saying about the sower, the parable of the sower in Matthew 13. When a person hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, That's when the evil one will come in and snatch it away. What has been sown in the heart, meaning if you get a word before it's time for you to understand it, the devil will come in and refute that word. He'll change it. He'll make it into a lie. He'll say, no, that's not what he really meant. This is what he meant. But if you don't have the full understanding and if your heart is not ready to receive it, then yeah, you'll brush it away. Like, yeah, no, that wasn't really it. That's when, oh, let me go back and ask again. Whereas you did not have to ask again. What you had to do was, or what we should do is, take the word that has been given to us and dig deeper into it. Okay, God, why did you give me that answer? What does that really mean? Let me look into this deeper. Because he's already given you the answer. But the wicked one will make you think, oh, he ain't give you the answer. That ain't what it is. Why would you want to follow that? You know better than that. And it takes you all on these tangents, which we call distractions, only to lead you right back to where God had you in the beginning anyway.
0: But he says, the one who receives the seed among the thorns, right? He hears the word and
1: the cares of this world and deceitfulness and riches. It chokes the word, meaning you hear the word, you know it's good, but you still got that foot out there doing what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it, why you want to do it. So it's going to choke the word and it's going to become unfruitful because the word can't manifest in you the way it should because everything in the world is manifesting still within you. So You know, the world and the word cannot live together, cannot live together and be like buddies because one is going to contradict the other. One is always going to go against the other. So that's what he's saying about the thorns. When you hear it among the thorns where you're still here, you are a child of God. Profess Christ to be your Lord and Savior, but yet you are still out there. And when I say out there, I don't mean like you swinging from chandeliers on a Saturday night up in a club. No. And that's what most people think. Most people always think that, oh, you know, you're still in the world, that you're out, you're partying, you're drinking, you're this and that. No, you could be still in the world, staying right in the comforts of your own home. And quiet is kept those are the most people that are still in the world. Cause those are the closet ones that's still in the world. And I say closet meaning because you're keeping everything hidden from everybody else. Cause everybody can't see the real you because they only see the you that you present to them. Maybe on a Sunday morning, hi, praise the Lord. You know, when you, you meet people like that, you know, every, everything is, Oh, praise the Lord. How you doing? How was your week? Bless you. You know, And I'm not saying that people that talk like that are fake. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is most of the people where he says receive the seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and deceitfulness of riches choke the word. So the world couldn't choke it if you weren't in the world when you heard the word because the world the world couldn't get to the word that was given to you if you wasn't amongst the world. If that made any sense to anybody. But I'm going to say it again because this whole entire show, we're going to talk about this being in alignment, being surrendering, and being in submission to the Lord. But right now, I think we're going to take a little music break for you guys to think about everything that I've said, and we will come back with the rest of this. This has been what would Kay say here on
0: radio free Brooklyn, what Brooklyn sounds like.
2: Somebody lift your worship all over this room.
3: me beside still waters he restoreth my soul when you become a believer your spirit is made right but sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice it has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past hurt abuse molestation but we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul
2: of a man. Cause all I seem to do is hurt me hurt It's oh.
3: when we pray, we want to end that with a declaration, a decree. So I'm speaking for all of you listening, starting here, starting now. The things that hurt you in the past won't control your future. Starting now. This is a new day. This is your exodus. You are officially released. Now sing it for me,
2: Leandria.
1: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Now, usually this would be the part of the show that I call Op-Ed, but we're going to continue with this because this is starting our new year. This is starting our beginning of walking into whatever it is that you have been looking for God to give you. Whatever it is, whatever you've been praying about, whatever you've been seeking from him, whatever you know that he's told you to do that maybe you haven't done it, this is the time he's coming forth with the word. And he's saying that, well, I'm going to tell you what he said to me. I'm going to tell you what he said to me. What I got when I heard that message of being in alignment, what he was telling me was, this is where I was leading you when I had you doing all that, that I had you doing. So all those things that I was doing was just giving me the steps to understand the alignment message. Cause had I heard the alignment message and here's the, here's how you know when God is trying to get you something and when you're not ready to receive it, because my Virginia girl sent me a link yesterday listen to this. Oh my gosh, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. And I tapped right into it. Listen to the whole message. And it was like, woo! my eyes were open. And the reason why my eyes were open, and when I went back and I researched the link that she gave me, that link that she sent me, I had received that link before Thanksgiving. Because You know, when they have a conference, it's not something that's just thought about, oh, tomorrow we're going to do a conference and they bring all these big leaders together and boom, it's done. No, this is something that's done. It takes time to put it together. So it had been coming together from last year to be able to do whatever it is that they gave us in this new year. I saw that link. Because the, the link that she sent me, I hadn't seen. But when I looked back, there were other links. And I had the first link leading to the entire conference. It was sent back to me last year. But when you're distracted and when you're not paying attention to what you're supposed to be paying attention to, although you feel you're paying attention to what you should be paying attention to, or where you feel oh, I've got this all together. I know what I'm supposed to do. Let me just continue doing what I'm doing. Mm -mm. That's when he has to come and let you know. You might think you got, you might think you have it. You ain't, you're not there yet. You have the small part that I gave you, but you're still not there yet. And so the word came to me saying, see, this is where I was leading you. Continue to do and follow as I instructed you. You got this. And now I'm saying this for all of you that's listening to me. Continue to do what he's instructed you to do. Regardless of what it is, even if you don't understand it completely, continue to walk in it. You got this. He's got you. God is saying that this is where I've been leading you. Trust me, I have it under control. But what we
0: have to remember is it takes our participation.
1: It takes our willingness. It takes our surrender and saying, not my will, Lord, but your will be done in order to come into alignment. Because coming into alignment is exactly that, saying, okay, God, not my will, but your will. And that takes us back to the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, and I'm going to just say 9 and 10. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, The your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That was the confirmation for me. When I heard the message yesterday, it took me back to all the messages that I had given coming from last year and how they were building up, one on top of the next, on top of the next. And it got me to where it was all about surrender. And when you get into alignment, everything's going to fall into place. So it was all about the surrendering. And let me tell you something. Most of us think that we've surrendered, but we haven't. Because you even heard me say, oh, yes, I've come to a point where, yeah, I know I wasn't totally giving God everything, even though I said, but even me saying that, even with me saying that, he still came and was like, "Mm." tap it on my shoulder. Uh, Excuse me. Can we talk for a minute?
0: The surrender that he's looking for that you can
1: only get is from deliverance. And I know that word to some people, you don't really understand it. And we have, a, we have difficulty surrendering, and it's not because of the distractions that are around us. We say it's the distractions. Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I have so many things to do. That's not the reason. The reason is because we've built little mini gods. We've created them in our lives. We've done it with objects. We've done it with places. We've done it with people, with anything. Anything that we have that is a substitute for what God needs to give us becomes a mini God in our lives. And until we get honest with ourselves and come clean with that, because let's face it, we're not fooling God. Because as we're saying to ourselves, oh, yeah, I've surrendered. I'm totally submitted to the Lord. He's looking at us. Mm -hmm. Let me see how surrendered you really are. Because he knows our heart better than we know our heart. And here we go. You always have people that's going to say, oh, God knows my heart. So he understands. He knows your heart.
0: He understands, but he also hears what you say.
1: He also hears what you say. And that's why with James, when he says with the word, we have to be so careful about what we let come out of our mouth. Because we're going to be held accountable for it. We're going to be held accountable for everything that we've said. When we go back to the heart, First Chronicles 28 and 9 tells us, As for you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father and serve him with a loyal heart and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understands all the intent of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever.
0: So that right there, when God
1: was telling us to take the time, end of the year, some people, get into yourself. Yes, get into yourself, but really be honest with yourself because it's only you you're fooling. It's only you. You can go You can be inside your home doing whatever you want to do and then come outside and be praised the Lord, happy to see everyone. God bless you. Mm -hmm. But inside you're torn up. Torn up because you won't let go of the things that God wants you to let go of. And sometimes you're not even torn up. Sometimes you're not torn up at all. Sometimes you're just stubborn. Sometimes you're just like, but I like doing that. Even though you know you shouldn't. And I'm not saying anything like, it doesn't even have to be something. And when I say, see, when I, and I'm breaking it down like this, because some people think that when I say, oh, things that you're doing and things that you do, some people always want to go to the extreme. Like, oh, she's running around with different men and blah, 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 blah. No, no. It could just be you sitting there thinking evil thoughts about somebody. Who? did I say that out loud? It doesn't have to be, oh, you just out there being, you know, the most friendly with everybody. No, that has nothing to do. It could be that. I'm not not dispelling that either. It could be that. It could be drinking too much in a bar. It could be twerking it up on the dance floor on a pole. I don't know. Whatever your vice is, only you know your vice. Only you know what you what you should not be doing. And to some, they feel they should be doing it. But that's on them. That's on them and God and however he deals with them. But for those of you who may just look at somebody and be like, oh, I cannot stand her.
0: Why? It's those things. Or, oh, I would never forgive that person. Hmm. Really? So
1: when we say we surrendered, oh, I've given God everything. I've given God everything. I'm totally yours, Lord. Are you really totally his? Because as soon as you say that, he's going to be like, okay, let's see how they deal with this.
0: And then that shows you. So until...
1: We, because let me tell you, God, this is a tremendous year. And I know every year we say is a tremendous year, but you know what? It's true. Every year is a tremendous year. Every year could be the best year for you, but it can't be the best year for you if you're still holding on to crap. If you're still holding on to crap, not really letting it go, not really trying to work through what you need to work through. No.
0: It's not. You'll get something.
1: Don't get me wrong. God blesses everybody. But are you getting all the blessings that you're supposed to get? Are all the doors that should have been open to you that you feel? Because you'll come out your face and say, you know what? I should have been. Maybe you could have been. But even though you were saying you should have been whatever, what were you still holding on to that was blocking? You getting there? What were you still holding on to that was blocking you getting there? So, until you can really, really do a self evaluation, and that's what the self evaluation is really about. The self evaluation isn't for anybody else. You don't have to go tell anybody about your self evaluation. The self evaluation is so that you can understand who you are. So, when you're dealing with what you have to deal with on your journey, you understand why you're doing what you're doing, why you're walking where you're walking why you're not getting what you feel you need to get. That's what the self-evaluation is about. So instead of saying, oh, if it wasn't for such and such, I would have been, Mm, really? Maybe, maybe such and such was in the way, but it could have been a combination of what you did that made such and such in the way. Right? Because if we say God is in control of everything and we believe that he's in control of all things, then God could easily remove such and such out of the way. But he's not going to remove it if you are still who you are and that's not who he wants to go where he's trying to get you to be. Something to think about. And since this is the beginning of the year, it's a new month, what better time than now to do it? Happy New Year. So, it looks like my time is growing short, but I wanted to make sure that I got everything in there so that you could understand totally what God is saying, what he's doing. And it doesn't have to be the new year because it's January, your new year. I'm going to tell you something. Your new year starts when you become your new you. If it's six months from now and you're like, "Ooh, I got an epiphany. Yeah, that's what I should have been doing. And then you start to follow. Boom, bang. That's your new year. That's when your stuff starts to become new for you. We just always put it on January because it's just easy. Everything starts in January, but it doesn't have to be January. It's when he gets you to where he needs you to be. That's when you're your new you, right? So we have a new word. And because we've been talking about alignment and surrendering and submitting, the word for this month is alignment, and alignment means arrangement in a straight line or in correct or appropriate relative positions. But the second definition, I think, goes more with what he's trying to tell us. And the second definition is a position of agreement or alliance. Now, does that sound familiar? And that's what God is looking for from all of us. He's looking for us to be in a position of agreement and in alliance with him. Like he did with Abram before he became Abraham when he took him from his people and he took him and he showed him the land and told him that his seed was going to multiply the entire world. He made a covenant with him, but he could only make the covenant with Abram and change his name to Abraham when Abram totally surrendered and became in alignment with him. And that's what he's looking for for us. And now our promise for this week is coming from Numbers 6, 24 to 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And with that, I say, have a blessed week. Take everything that I've said. If you need to replay this, I'm going to post this on Friday to hear everything that I've said again. We're going to be taking this in stages because everything he gives me, I didn't have to break it down and give it to you guys. So be safe. Have a blessed week. Look within. See what's really going on and really face up to the facts of what is. Because I'm sure he's shown you. It's just for you to believe it and say, okay, God, yeah. You're right. I'm going to do A, B, C, D. Be safe. COVID is still out there. Flu is still out there. Everything is still out there. Wear your mask, wash your hands, social distance. And until we come together again next week, peace. Blessings
2: and blessings and blessings. Blessings and blessings and blessings.